now, I want to sort of welcome you and welcome you and welcome all of you. But um, Isabel, Natalie, you know, it's so beautiful praying the rosary with you guys. What a gift, you know, to have a, a mother and a daughter, you know, praying the rosary together. Oh my gosh, you know. You, I mean, you should say that because that's kind of the beginning of our faith journey together, which you'll hear about momentarily. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been something we've, uh, we've prayed together for, oh gosh, a long time. A very long time. I don't think I can remember. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to say the number of years. <laughs> it's been a very long time. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I have to uh, congratulate you, Natalie, because uh, I prayed with my children a lot when they were little. And then I started easing up, I guess, in uh, high school and then universe and then like and now i'm kind of sorry that i didn't hold fast you know because i guess oh you have to make your own decisions so i really you do have a real real gift um it was just so beautiful thank you for um, yeah so tell us a little bit about your faith journey why don't you guys you know your mother and sure, mother, sure. Yeah, tell us a little so when you contacted us uh, about uh, speaking about uh, raising a Catholic daughter, I sort of, you know, started thinking about it. And I thought, you know, it's not so much that I've raised a Catholic daughter, but she's helped me raise her. So um, she's 29 years old. Sorry, but um, <laughs> I don't even look 18, but <laughs> she's 29 she's, um, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Isabel is 29. And I really think maybe the past 15 years, I've, I've been uh, conscientious of raising her as a Catholic. Um, mm -hmm. So my mom was an immigrant and, you know, she, I guess, getting adjusted to life in Canada, didn't really have much time to impart the faith. Mm -hmm. um, so I sort of fell away from the faith. You know, I'd go to church and it was like, okay, I'm going to church because it's something that we're supposed to do, you know, especially the Italian thing schools. to do. Yeah, cultural so, thing almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, then of course, one university, you fall away from the faith and, you know, getting married and having kids. And then, you know, I was thinking, I got married in the Catholic Church and didn't know a lot of things about what that meant. But, you know, I knew I should be going to church. But with, you know, small kids, I didn't want them to make noise. And, you know, it was just more of a hassle. So I stopped going to church. And, um, you know, God in His mercy brought me back into the faith with my mother dying. So at that point, I thought, you know, I need to do something, you know, I didn't even know how to pray the rosary. So I asked, you know, my sister who was a little bit strong in the faith, you know, how do I pray the rosary? And that slowly started my journey back into, you know, coming back to the Catholic Church. But it was actually, you know, Isabella and her faith journey that, you know, moved me forward from just going to church on Sunday to actually trying to live my faith. It's kind of like, this will seem like an obscure example, but if anybody remembers those Healy shoes with the wheels and the heels, my brother and his friends used to go to the mall and they'd hold on to each other and one would go forward and then yank the other one, yank the other one, and on, they would just pure momentum would keep moving. And oh, that's, that's good. That's kind of how that that's works, good. right? So it's like you instituted it, then and I kind of moved a little bit. What about this? You know, like, okay, how about that? And then we just keep kind of tugging each other forward. So uh, it's kind of impossible to stay stagnant, isn't it? <laughs> Where to pull back? It's like, no, no, you're coming. You're coming with me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So on the heels of that, then I think our first tip was um, to lead by example, because in this time that my mom was starting to pray the rosary again, 
she just disappeared after dinner for like a half an hour and I didn't know it was, I was like, where'd mom go? And I, oh, she's upstairs. I don't know what she's doing upstairs. So I'd go upstairs and she'd be praying and I wanted to stay with my mom because she was at work all day and, and this is the only time we had. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to pray the rosary too. And at the beginning, it was a very rushed rosary because, you know, my friends were outside too. So I'm like, oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> time <laughs> like like we're from 10 years old onwards <laughs> um then I started to be a bit more intentional about it and same thing I mean I didn't really know what it was to be Catholic per se but it was it was something that we did together and we did it every every single night um no matter how tired we were and often we were and I would fall asleep <laughs> but uh yeah that was that was the first step there is I see that this is something important to my mom so I'm curious about it too and she never really forced it on me or anything like that um didn't even invite i just i was just curious um like if, if this is something that's important to you then it'll affect the way that you behave and that'll have an impact on your kids so our, our first tip i would say would be to lead by example so you can't so, get what you so, don't the, so the first tip moms for those of you that are uh, joining us today um is to lead by example so you know the fact that uh uh, Natalie was running upstairs to pray the rosary. Uh, you know, that's something visible. And so her daughter is kind of like searching her out. And, uh, and then before you know it, you know, she joined her. So we want to make sure that we lead by example. Um, and that means, you know, you announce I'm leaving for mass. Mm -hmm. uh, so folks know, I know that uh, the radio host from uh, Teopoli, she was saying like at one point, she kept on saying to her brother, I'm going to the church. Do you want to come? I want to go. I'm going to church. Do you want to come? I'm going, you know, and apparently for years and years and years, you know, and then she goes, one year he said, yes. So, you know, lead by example and to be consistently extending the uh, invite. That's, a, that's a, a great first tip. And so what would be the second tip to having a good relationship with your daughter? So that would be be willing to learn from each other. Um, I noticed one of the questions is how do you deal with a strong-willed daughter? And um, she's got some experience with that. Yeah. You've <laughs> <laughs> always been described as strong-willed. I've never been described tepid. <laughs> Intense. Normally, so uh, so just try and you know, I know people have described her as that, but I was described as that as well. So I kind of recognize you know the traits that people would describe as strong-willed, but she just is you know very strong in her opinions, and you know for her what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And I think just learning the type of person she is and accepting her for who she is and not who I think she should be or who I want her to be or, you know, mm -hmm. just recognize who she is as a person and, you know, get to know each other. And, and that works both ways too. So you're not, she's not just mom, but she's Natalie. She, she has passion, she has flaws, she has interests that are diverse. She has opinions that may be different from mine, but we learn from each other. Um, a priest of ours is very fond of saying like, you can't choose your family, God chose them for you to help you grow in holiness. So. Yeah, if you're looking at your daughter and, and not really understanding, maybe that's a chance to grow or to kind of set down the expectations and see like, well, who is this person that I've been entrusted with raising to become a saint? Because that's ultimately the task of a mother, right? And it's going to be very difficult to do that if you're not on the same page and if your daughter doesn't feel um, like respected 
or heard, right? We, we women, we talk a lot. Uh, I don't remember what the exact number was, but there was that study there that men speak like, I don't know, 3,000 words a day and we're like over 10,000. We talk a lot. We want to be heard. We need community. So if your daughter is talking, and time doesn't necessarily need to be like words, but even her behaviors, and you're not responding in a way that shows that you're really interested, then that might cause communication to break down over time. And at the beginning, it might be something as simple as like, okay, I, you know, I used to play Nintendo with my brother, but it killed for my parents to play Nintendo with me. They did not. <laughs> but like, if that's something like you just could care less, you're like, oh, video games are stupid. Just once, just once do that. And it shows like you care, at least you've mm -hmm. tried, right? Mm -hmm. Like take yourself out of your comfort zone and try and meet your daughter where she's at. And of course the reverse is true. true for the daughters. Yeah. Like you have to also be willing to say, well, this is the mother that God gave me. So maybe she's not the cool mom that I want, but this is the mother that I need. So having that kind of relationship where it's like, it's, I, don't, I hesitate to say friend because I, I don't mean to say that you can't be an authority figure by all means you should be. Um, but the way that you would treat a friend to say like, I get to know you and all of you, good, bad, whatever, I don't agree. You're still, I'm not going to say like, you know, Dorothy, I really don't like your red glasses. I'm never like, you can't wear your red glasses with me because that's a part of Dorothy. Like I, we know her by that. So just taking the entire person and making sure that your daughter knows that she's valued and appreciated, even if you don't necessarily understand entirely, even if you don't uh, necessarily have the same interests, just that you'll allow her to express herself and have that kind of open relationship from the very beginning. So when things get more difficult or more serious and, and those kinds of topics come up, she already knows that you're there for her. You're not just imposing your opinion. It's very much like I'm listening, I'm hearing you, and I'm taking this like as you an individual, not just like a blanket statement that would work for anybody. Like I'm and, taking this from your perspective. And, and it, can a heck of a, it, can, it can also be like a heck of a lot of fun. Cause like, yes. you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like my daughter would, you know, say, mom, like let's hop on the go train and, you know, go to some really remarkably funky restaurant, you know, downtown. <laughs> and, and it's like, when I let my daughter take the lead, it like takes me to places I would have never gone, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I know that even being on Zoom is a di direct result of my husband and my son. And they were like pushing and encouraging and training and coaching and pushing, right? And now it's like, I've entered into this entire new world because of the willingness to learn. Um, there's a question here um, that is Isabel's dad also encouraging Natalie to practice the faith or I'll let Isabella take that. She's a, a little bit more um, no comment. No, the other the other way. I would say it's the other way around. Now it's a matter of first she's inspired me to like, well, I wonder what she's doing. Now he's looking at us two leaving for daily mass. Like, where are they going every day? <laughs> so one day. Like yeah, he's starting, he, he comes to, but um, yeah, I would not say that we're all three on necessarily the same page, but it's a journey. And so we, we would ask everybody here, you know, we, we need to pray for all of those family members. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know that what has allowed me, for example, to be the mother that I am is, you know, my, my husband is a convert to the Catholic faith. So he mm -hmm. had studied 
you know, thousands of Scott Hahn tapes and hundreds of, you know, um, radio programs. And, and, and he's the type that'll read an encyclical, right? So what I love is that when my kids start challenging me, I can say to them, okay, go talk to your father. He's, he's got the cerebral part nailed down. <laughs> um, so it is, it is a blessing. It is having a blessing having a dad, but it's not like to, to have a strong faith. Yes, it is very important to have the father, but you don't necessarily have to have the father on board. Is what I'm yes, sure. and, and I will just, uh, if I can tack on to that, um, that came to me a couple of years ago only really, because the same thing with your father, I think we subconsciously kind of project God as father as to whatever your actual father experience is. So for me, it was kind of like God seemed a little distant. And two years ago, um, I'm not sure what exactly it was. I was talking to my mom in the kitchen and I think actually, I'd, I'd gone through a bit of a rough time and, uh, you know, she was talking about like praying and sacrificing for me. And it just really clued in like this woman would die for me. It's just like just a human, wonderful human, but a human, you know what I mean? And if you are capable of loving me in such a strong degree, like how much more so God. So it was kind of like a light bulb moment there of God doesn't necessarily need to just be reflected in the father figure, absolutely should be. Yeah. Also in the mother figure, you're more than capable of being God to your children. Right. Yeah. So. so so someone says here, Adriana, it's hard when you're the only parent who believes in God. Um, it, it is hard, but it's not impossible. And so um, I, I say to moms like that, that it's like so important to go to, you know, Eucharistic adoration. It's For so sure. important um, to go even more often to the sacrament of reconciliation. And even these mothers groups are so important to women like that. Um, because then, you know, it's like, I always say like these, these meetings are like a fireside chat where you get like the warmth of the Catholic faith. And then when you leave and it's like, you come home and you kind of like, okay, I'm ready. Right. Reinvigorate. Yeah. 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 You um, know what, Adriana, if I may, if I contact her directly, sometimes the fact that you're fighting, like you alone without the support of your husband or fighting for something that you believe in will make that even more impactful. Right. Because if, if it's just kind of like you two are going along with it or like you have a husband who just kind of goes but doesn't doesn't really think about it it's like oh it's a cultural thing or whatever here you actually have to take a really strong stance and mm -hmm. say like this is this is important to me so your kids are going to see that and i'm sure that's going to have an impact even if they don't necessarily follow along right now like you're planting seeds and they're beautiful like there's any struggle is is very difficult and challenging and nobody wants to go through it, but there's also beauty there. And I'm sure that God is working through you and impacting your children. So just- Yeah, and, and uh, you know, we need to turn to uh, St. Monica, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes. intercessor, yeah. an incredible yeah. intercessor. You guys are so beautiful. Just looking at you, I just- <laughs> <laughs> So are you, Jordan, so are you. <laughs> so, okay, we have number one tip was model it. Number two tip was learn from your daughter, learn about her, um, mm -hmm. try to discover who she is instead of who you think she is. Um, or who you want her to be. Uh, what was your third tip you had for a good mother-daughter? Well, I'm just going to go back for one second sure. to the second tip. Um, I think as parents, we have to let our daughters know that we don't always have the answers and let them know that, you know, we'll search with them and to point them towards God and Christ and let them know that, you know, God's in charge, even if we don't know what he's doing. 
and you know reflect on the ways that he's you know encouraged you in your life and been there for you in your life and you know trust in him that he'll get you through it so being very transparent about the fact that you are a human and you don't necessarily have all of the answers but you know where to find them so that's tip number three is lead your daughter to Christ. Mm -hmm. So you are not the be all and end all. It's great, but you want that kind of relationship where if your kids are having some sort of issue that they're coming to you first. They don't necessarily need to stop with you though, because if it gets, even if it's something that you already know what the solution should be, or like you have a good idea, step one should always be, instead of just giving a ready-made answer, and this is my teacher coming out, it's, <laughs> it's either challenging them like, what do you think is the solution? And the solution will always be, let's consult Jesus. Like, let's go visit him in adoration or mm. let's pray first. Yeah. If you model this consistently and then after modeling, encourage them to do like, okay, so what do we do when we're having a problem? Well, we should pray for, yeah, we should pray. We're building that habit, building a foundation and knowing that ultimately, like your mother's there for you by all means, but not superwoman, not God. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that kids understand that Jesus is also like a friend, like a parent, like I say, like whatever they need, he comes first. So the hierarchy is always God, parents, kids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. So the, the spouses together. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's, it's easier on, you know, on parents, it's easier on mothers to realize that, you know, we're not in control at all. We don't have all the answers and, you know, God's in, in control. Jesus is in control. Once we surrender to him, then it kind of takes the pressure off of us. Mm -hmm. Without no. saying like, it's not a matter of you doing nothing. Like, okay, well, we're just going to pray and call it a day. No, no. Like, prayer is step one, just to make sure that we're not modeling a matter of like rushing into something or making snap decisions mm -hmm. or ignoring God, right? Because it's, it's very possible to do. We, we did that for a very long time. Yes. Even with all the rosary praying and all that, it still took more difficulties later in the future before we stop like well why are we trying to figure everything out on our own yeah. if jesus is really a person why are we talking to him more frequently mm -hmm. right so now one thing i wanted to ask the moms that are are here like in the chat and um you natalie mm -hmm. is that like what do you think are certain conversations that every mother has a duty before God to have with her daughter, you know? So like, for example, you know, my mom talked about the importance of preserving one's virginity, right? And she talked about the importance of, um, you know, no premarital sex and, you know, no children outside of, of uh, the sacrament of marriage. Are there any other kind of, because it, it just seems like moms aren't talking about certain things that really need right. to be spoken about. Like if the mother doesn't teach it to the girl, you know, like the other thing um, is that there's two types of girlfriends, right? Yes. You've got the type of girlfriend that's like hedonia and she's going to chop off your head as soon as she, you know, and then there's the type of girlfriend like Mary, who is a good girlfriend. And sometimes hedonia, she's doing the shots and she's looking real sexy on Instagram, but you yeah. just bring your back, right? Um, yeah. And that there's two types of, of men, you know, and there's, yes. two, and there's two types, and, and, and you need to really discern. Um, I, I totally you're agree with that. I totally agree with that. And I think, you know, that's, it's always been like that, but you know, I think girls are being confused now about that, but you're right. I think that's the most important 
conversation to have. And, and unfortunately, my mother didn't have it with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it with Isabella. So that sort of, you know, um, sort of. Well, by her, by her prayers in high school, nobody was interested in me. <laughs> and I come home crying, like, what the heck is wrong with me? And she's just like, oh, I'm praying for you. And I'm like, I know what you're praying for me for. <laughs> Keep all the boys away. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really important. I think the important thing is not, not even so much just not to have sex before marriage, but the positive why side. are you not? Like, mm-hmm. you yes. are a, a gift. You're special. You know, you're created in God's image. And you know, it shouldn't be something that's done just, you know, because everyone else is doing it or to get boy to like you or whatever. I think that is actually the most important conversation to have. And I think you and I are on the same page, Dorothy. And, you know, that's why I know you love Isabella's book from Dream with Love. I have to make a pitch here for those of you that have younger children. Uh, this book from Jane with Love. I don't know. I think I bought over 30 copies. Oh, yeah. Number of copies I bought. And if, uh, you know, uh, each of our mother's group leaders got this book, you know, I recently uh, UPSed it to Kimberly Hahn. Um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful book. Uh, you know, if we had more time, I'd probably read it too, because, well, they know how much I love reading it. <laughs> but uh, it, it's very important just to begin to have natural conversations with our daughters about, you know, these things. And even with our sons, like I remember having the conversation with, you know, my son before he went into high school, sort of saying, you know, you're going to go into school and there are going to be people that are going to show you really weird pictures. They're going to be really weird and you're going to feel like throwing up. And and so we need to like have that kind of rapport. So anyway, um, are, are there any other conversations that you think we need to have with our girls? Well, just to, to make sure that they recognize, you know, how important they are. How important they are. I'm not a mother, but this is exceptionally <laughs> important as well. Well, you've never been around a lot of children. I have. Schools. I've been working with kids since stage 12. So let's just assume I'm a spiritual mother at this point. <laughs> I've adopted somebody at the, <laughs> somewhere down the line. Um, yes, yeah, so I think I have two points to make. One, these should be conversations, plural. So like, not like one big sit down talk. It's like, oh my gosh, this is weird. Like, yeah. just it should be like a normal thing. If you see something, if you're in the mall and you see, I can't stand like, you know, the sensor or whatever. You just like, really like, I'm not saying lingerie is bad by all means. I love pretty things, but like, that's some, like, that's way, way too over the top. So if you're seeing something like that your daughter's seeing something like that, and you know that you're both, both talk about it, like say something about like, okay, what's wrong here? Or like, what do you think is, should be the case or whatever like address it don't just kind of shy away and then it makes it this really awkward thing that when you sit down you're still your kids just kind of like oh my gosh I can't wait to leave this is so weird like just address it <laughs> take the yeah. point and just frequently address it not like beating them over the head but just that and from a positive perspective of course of you are a present like you're gonna love somebody so much that if you were to do this earlier, you're gonna regret it. You really are because it's such a precious gift to give. Mm-hmm. And second, the fact that Christ is really truly present in the Eucharist and therefore the Catholic Church, that is a conversation that everybody needs to yes. have. Yes. With your girlfriends, yes. with your husband, with your kids, whatever. Cause this is a big, like, but when we figured it out, 
they're like, I cannot believe he's been there the whole time. Like, it's not really, it's not a symbol. So that was, please yes. tell your kids that that's really, truly Jesus. I'm like, you can talk to him. That's, that's actually him. It's not an abstract thing. Like, that is, that for me was huge. Yeah. So please pass that on. Yeah. And it, so, you know, these are just, you know, such beautiful reflections because, you know, you, you think about like, we're, we're talking about all these things with our girls, but we very often aren't talking about the things, you know, like even when you're choosing your husband, you know, um, it really makes a lot of sense if you want to raise your children Catholic to marry somebody that actually believes the faith and practices it, right? Mm -hmm. Like that you are taking a huge risk when you're, you know, you know, marrying someone that might be really successful, really good looking, but believes in an abortion and is an atheist, and then you get pregnant, mm -hmm. and he says, okay, we'll just abort it. Yeah. And then boom, the marriage begins to, because you're not on the same page. So yeah. um, mm -hmm. I know that when yeah. my, my, my daughter was little, and there's like crazy, sometimes crazy behavior in the schoolyard, right? And I'd be like, look, they were trained with a different training manual yeah right? yeah <laughs> and yeah. we need to find you know male friends and female friends that have been trained with the same training manual right that's good way great. to put it yeah that's really good way to put for it. sure yeah yeah because you know there's a different training manual right? you want to talk interesting uh, playground experiences that's a whole other mother's group conversation <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Like, no, i've seen not... some weird things going on in school let me tell you <laughs> I, sometimes i would joke right and i said well you know like yeah i could be the you know kind of mom that you know, on a Friday night drinks, you know, three cases of beer and brings home the boyfriend and then takes a frying pan and hits your dad. <laughs> and she's like, what? I said, well, I'm just, you know, because of the way Bapcha trained me, yeah. I became this kind of wife and mother, right? Yeah. So because of the way this girl was trained, you know, she's behaving in this particular way. Yeah. We're trying to train you and Michael on a particular path so that your life is filled with you know god's blessing and um you know and a, a lot of girls don't know that in being on the pill that they're actually aborting little babies they don't know right. that you know mothers aren't having that they know it's not like really a baby uh-huh it is yeah, yeah and then there's a distortion in the soul of the young girl and she doesn't even know why and she's got yes, depression yes. and she doesn't even know why like um, absolutely yeah. oh so any kind of mental illness is is uh in my case indication it's like a litmus test where god isn't right because if if you're afraid or if you have something like anxiety depression whatever that stems from fear fear does not come from god and we know from the first letter of saint john perfect fear casts out love so if you have these kinds of struggles that should be an indication that your relationship with christ is not as it should be because if he is present in your life in your heart that all goes away like he will cast it out because they cannot coexist mm -hmm. so yeah the fact that this has been like a growing problem over time 100 percent related i would say to the fact that girls just don't know they don't know they don't know christ they don't really know how to find him and we need to start speaking up yeah, and as you know, mothers, we've got this beautiful, beautiful opportunity, you know, to 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 pass down. Yeah. yeah, so we had the tips. Number one, number two. Okay. Only one more. One more. <laughs> one more. 
<laughs> okay. And that's have fun. Yes. Have so fun. We, we need to find joy in our faith. Absolutely. So incorporating the faith as much as you can, but not overextending it to the point where it gets sapped of all of the joy that should come along with being Catholic, right? So it, it, don't make it seem like this is an obligation. Like you have to do this. It is certain things like, you know, okay, Sunday mass. Yeah, that's a non-negotiable. Other things you can invite your kids to get creative with. Like, well, who do you want to pray for today? Or like, how do you want to go volunteer? Or even trips. Um, we went, we decided out of nowhere. I'm not sure why. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> We're like, let's go drive to Washington. Okay, great. But that came first. So that's like the normal secular side of things. And then the Catholic side kicks in where you're like, well, let's see what kind of shrines there are there. And there are beautiful shrines. So we turned it into Washington? a building. Oh, yeah. There's the big immaculate uh, national yes. shrine. There. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. But, but that not to the detriment or exclusion of other created goods. Like we ate beautifully. <laughs> that also happened. <laughs> it's not a matter of like we're just there. Like it's just it's just praying. It's just this. It's just rope prayer. Like, no, it's, it's an experience. And it is supposed to be a joyful thing. This is the good news. So please have fun with it. <laughs> Don't take yourself or you can too seriously that you lose the joy yeah because uh I, I forget how old my son was but he was young maybe like you know seven or something and he's now you know 24 and he was 23 I, I get confused about their ages but anyway um he's like mom like why are catholics like so weird like, what do you mean yeah so well, like, no. wear, like those long skirts and you know they're not allowed to drink uh juice, or juice. Pop. <laughs> and they're not so many people you can only watch foreign films you know so we, we had some very very conservative uh you know friends and again if you're too extreme that's the thing yeah, yeah it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be off-putting it's good. And then the kids want to rebel against it. So like, I am so with you when it comes to, you know, having fun. Um, my kids are really blessed a couple of years ago, being able to go to World Youth Day in Rome. And so they're meeting other youth and, you know, belonging to the youth group at St. Casper's yeah. Parish. And my daughter met her fiance there and my son is dating someone from the youth group so uh, it, it's all good uh, but fun hey we took them to hawaii you know like just trying to keep yeah, a balance you need a, the balance. a balance you yeah. know we are we're not of the world but we are still in it and yes. yeah keeping yeah. Your, it, the bubble effect it's not going to work because no. your kids are going to know like now we're the weird ones <laughs> and also it's you're, you know you can't paint the entire world with the, the broad brush of like everything that's not catholic is evil like there are some things that are just inherently they're just flatlined they're not inherently good they're not inherently bad same thing with, even with sin right it's always an excess of some natural good mm -hmm. but the root of it is good so find the good in everything as opposed to being like that really frightened like oh you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that okay <laughs> so like anymore I did want to, I know that there's some mothers group leaders here. Um, uh, Patricia, make sure that you invite, uh, you know, uh, Isabel and uh, Natalie to your mothers group online. Like they're really cool. Oh, we'd be about, thrilled. You know, yeah. 
you know, doing that. Um, Isabel gives some great talks. They make a great team. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Okay, so we've got all sorts of comments here in the chat box. The chat box okay. seems to have developed a life of their of its own. <laughs> 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 uh, so some talking about the Bible passage um, that love casts out all fear. So it's John mm -hmm. chapter one four to 18. Um, Jeannie says, oh, I'm using my son-in-law's computer. Oh, so that's why you come across as Yuri. I was like, how does Yuri and Jean, but you're using someone else's computer. Um, and so Judith Mazona, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made in perfect love. And I, you know, I'm the first to admit that I still struggle with fear, so a lot of room for improvement. <laughs> I know recently, I don't know those of you that attended the Rise Up program, and uh, Dr. Lombardi spoke about virtuous leadership. And when I heard Dr. Lombardi speak, I thought, oh, I still have to grow in virtue. Oh gosh, you know, you, you hear Dr. Lombardi and you think, oh, I've got so much to grow. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, I wanted to extend a big, warm thank you um, to you, Isabel, a big, warm thank you to you, Natalie. I want to congratulate you guys, you know, like, you're so beautiful. Like, it's just so beautiful. I should have seen us this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and I encourage all of you here to visit uh, Isabella's website. She's written um, several, uh, there's like, there's this book, and then she's written another children's book. She's written a blog, Oh, The Journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's also written... Uh, a great blog post about our ministry, which I will post again on our uh, Facebook page. I am going to ask you, like our Facebook page, which is, you know, uh, look on uh, Facebook for I Love My Catholic Moms group. Uh, Instagram, follow us on Instagram. We're at, at Catholic Moms group. Um, and please do remember, we had the first Catholic Moms uh, Summit. I see that another one has been launched by our sisters in uh, the United States. I want to congratulate oh, them. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so thank you all, each and every one of you here for joining us. Um, please know that our ministry, we offer two masses a month for your intentions. Um, so we are praying for you, and um, if you're in a position to make a small donation to the ministry, we depend on those donations. We need them. You can go to the website and look for the donate button. Uh, again, follow us on Instagram. Share, you know, the YouTube videos with your friends, because I think if we all meet one another, I think like this kind of sisterhood does develop and you be, you know, you might be in Woodbridge and at a mall and you go, hey, I know her, I know her, you know? Uh, so, uh, so please do share information about our ministry. Um, I hope that one of you is called to become a mother's group leader um, because, 
we need not more norm we need more <laughs> mothers group leaders uh, to see the ministry flourish so i'm just going to say a closing prayer in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit dear lord we know that wherever two or more are gathered in your name that you are present we acknowledge your presence we rejoice in your presence we thank you for the fellowship uh, the fun the conversation and the joy and all of the prayers um, that we shared this afternoon. We lift up um, Isabella, we lift up Natalie, and we pray for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, an outpouring, a refreshment of their souls. Um, thank you for being such incredible witnesses. We lift up all the mothers that joined us today, all the mothers that wanted to join us today, and we pray three Hail Marys for them. So Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And uh, as Carol Burnett used to say, I'm so glad we had this time together. <laughs> just to have a laugh and pray a prayer. Seems like we just get started and before you know it comes a time we have to say so long. Thanks for having us, Dorothy. Thank you for joining us. Um, please come back next week. Share it with your friends. If you have any ideas, when I get an email from somebody, it gives me strength for the next week and the week after. So please send me an email. Tell me what you think. If there's a guest you'd like to suggest, if there's a change you think we should make, email me. Tell me. I'm here. Okay. Love you. And bye now. Bye-bye.